The following podcast is a presentation of Project Entertainment Network. Welcome to Vicious Whispers with Mark Tullius, your source for horror, sci-fi, suspense, and all things violent. Welcome to Vicious Whispers, episode 133. Holy shit. And a return guest, super special guest, all the way from fucking Germany, uh, Lucas Holman. Uh, sorry, fucked up your name. <laughs> I know you love it. Come on, don't jump. I do, I do. <laughs> uh, dude, thank you for making the trip out here today. Uh, well, and on, uh, what was it, Tuesday? Uh, mm, yeah, yeah, Tuesday. Um, I met Lucas and his brother Nico, who's my co-author for Trying to Die on the Rhine. Uh, super cool book. We went to Konigsventer. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, to see uh, Drakenfels uh, Castle. Uh, I love trying to speak German. It's fun. It's hilarious. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you suck at it. You're terrible. <laughs> We're all laughing at well, you, but just trying. keep doing it. Yeah. Trying very hard. yeah, I am trying. Um, yeah, so that makes me sad, but whatever. Uh, but so that was awesome. That was cool. You to you get both of you guys to go and take me down there. Uh, super cool trip. Getting to see the castle, getting to hang out. Um, and you pointed something out that it was only four months ago that we connected on the podcast. Yeah, uh, I was on your podcast, you were on mine. Um, uh, but it's crazy what came out of that. Uh, you introduced me to Nico when we started writing a book together. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and it's already progressing really far. And here we are in fucking Frankfurt, Germany at the book Mesa. <laughs> uh, so that's super awesome. So thank you for that, dude. Thank you for the inspiration, um, all this, and then making the long train ride down here. I know the train mm-hmm. ride sucks. I got my own taste of that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, so maybe that's one thing you could talk about too, because one of the things that I really noticed that I'm trying to get across on this is like, I've had so many obstacles on this one. Like I, I didn't get my brochures, all my, mm-hmm. I had to call UPS every day, uh, plane ride sucked, little sleep, all these, you know, didn't eat for 22 hours, mm-hmm. two days in a row. Uh, one day I didn't piss for 10 hours here. Oh, uh, but wow. like all these little things, the old me would have been put off by them or discouraged yeah. but dude like i'm i'm flying high i'm having fun i'm meeting super fans uh getting to hang out and i think a lot of that started from that mm. but like today you had probably kind of a crappy trip here on the bus <laughs> on the train right uh, yeah but it didn't let you it didn't really affect you you've been you've been just happy that's fine like i was so close to actually saying like fuck it. yeah fuck <laughs> it i'm not just not gonna come like it's like such a brief time slip. I um, had something going on in the morning. I have something going on in the night. So um, and doing this trip on a one day for being here for three hours. I was like, do I want this? No, but in the end, it's it's worth it. Like I've never been to Frankfurt. I've never been to the book fair here, mm. which is very famous. I I actually did not know about it because I didn't either. I'm not that into books. Um, but um, this is huge, actually. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not surprised that this is actually such a big thing. And this year, there are less people than right. normally. You told yeah. me normally there are like yeah, I think five times more people. Or yeah, like uh, I think other years they've had like 280,000. Mm-hmm. This one, the most they were letting in was 25,000 a day. Yeah. Uh, lots of the exhibitors, like I think only a third of the exhibitors showed. Um, all the ones I was talking to were so disappointed and like, oh, there's no one here. And, just, <laughs> and, and, and I'm just, I'm just hanging out. I'm like, hey, whatever. I'm having fun. I'm making connections. So it's all good. Uh, but yeah, it is cool. It mm-hmm. is big. Um, but what I'm excited about, and I hadn't even thought about this, was coming back next year. Yeah. Uh, 
no pressure on your brother <laughs> but his book might be out by then um, yeah but no pressure um, so uh but and just to return to do it even bigger and better um uh, i'm seeing all the positive reaction with the german crowd mm. we just started a german yeah. newsletter um so yeah man it, it, it's been awesome but uh yeah being able to have you come down here has been cool mm. yeah i've been talking about all the struggles you have you know went through mm. um being here for the first time so i'd like to know more about that about your first experience in frankfurt um like everything when i look at it now like so the old me yeah i would have been angry i would have been disappointed but it's like no um so like even the plane ride so a plane ride sucked i couldn't sleep mm. and like then being jet lagged i sat outside i couldn't check into my hotel early and so i sat outside for like three hours in the cold oh, uh and i did the worst but i didn't have to be outside i could have been in the lobby but i was uncomfortable um what? why i don't know i, I don't a, like this lobby Let's yeah outside um yeah so i went and i froze in a pair of sweatpants <laughs> yeah. that's just oh the other day after not eating uh because i didn't want to uh i had room service in my room for two nights because mm. i and i think part of that was being intimidated by even going out and ordering yeah. or being around other people and being tired mm -hmm. uh, so i just had room service but one day when it was raining yeah. dude i walked like a mile to go get noodles yeah. and then a mile back in the rain and uh but even that was like okay it's cold it's raining i was like but it's cool mm -hmm. and still i'm seeing a, a, a city i've never been to before yeah. uh, i've been speak, trying to practice more and more German, still feel foolish, but I see people's reaction, like they dig it, even if I just try to say goodbye to them or whatever it is. Yeah, generally Germans are very um, appreciative mm -hmm. when they see someone um, really try, you know, the best of their ability. Yeah, even moment. when they suck. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. They, they won't tell yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I understood as well. Yeah. And um, they'll encourage you. So that's great. And, you know, I happen oh, to yeah. go to any city that's new to me, mm. uh, especially outside, you know, your continent. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I would prefer to go out and, um, you know, for dinner if you have the energy, because, you know, fairs of any kind are always very, very, well, demanding. You yeah. know, you're always exhausted after, even if you just walk around. Right. Right. Watching you will end up like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. But yeah room service i guess that's you know the luxury life of a um very how you call it <laughs> yeah i guess life, i, I shouldn't complain about that successful author that's what i wanted to say yeah, <laughs> but i got it like a hamburger it wasn't like i ordered a lot or expensive stuff um yeah <laughs> this is not good enough for me you um, fish, you know? <laughs> no there's a hamburger and tomato soup both nights uh, and actually, that's what I had last night. Again, I went to the bar downstairs where like, I was like, okay, I'm going to treat myself. I've been working hard, uh, nice dinner. Uh, and it was the same exact food, hamburger, uh, tomato soup. And then but at least I had whiskey. So the whiskey was good. Okay. Uh, but I had a cool talk with the waiter. He was helping me practice my German, oh, nice. uh, you know, asked me what I wanted to speak in and mm. super cool. Okay. So uh, I've just had so many cool conversations with that. I, I think I was thinking especially from all the videos I've been watching about what it's like uh, being in Germany. Mm -hmm. uh, there were too many warnings like, oh, Germans don't like this and Germans don't like that. And okay. they're very standoffish. And if they don't know you and but like when we went to the castle, that guy that was talking to us and everyone here has been so super friendly yeah. and cool. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, ah, oh, that's a major like 
I don't know. I'm sure there's something to it. Uh, and maybe in smaller towns or something, but I don't know. Sure, if they if they don't like you or if they don't want to, you know, maybe not interested in what you have to say, they they will like they will tell you like right. no, thank you. Move yeah. on. But that's I don't think that's rude. That's just being honest. Yeah, yeah. Right there. But yeah. Apart from that, we're like everyone else as well too. Like it's yeah, everyone's been super happy, super friendly. Uh, yeah, it, like I couldn't have asked for a better experience. Mm -mm -mm. And uh, and I'm so used to people not liking my stuff because I like I get it. Like, either you're gonna like my stuff or hate my stuff. Like it's just a certain taste, you yeah. know. It's nothing about my writing style or me personally or whatever else. Like, some people are gonna like it, some won't. I just have to find the ones that do like it. Mm -mm. And those people usually have tattoos and smoke weed <laughs> and are cool. <laughs> and are cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No dorks. Um, no dorks. I love dorks. I'm a dork. I write. I uh, write dork. books. Like so, I have to accept that I'm a nerd. Um, no, but uh, you. I, that's that's quite a big step to achieve. Um, to be okay with having maybe half of the people you talk to not enjoy your content. Right. That is already more than most people. Yeah. You know, the, the, can the, handle. Most, yeah. Most people don't aren't ready for that kind of rejection. Yeah. 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 I think so. So I think, yeah, and, you know, again, all the all the brain stuff, well, in the years of being rejected or, or taking rejection or mm -hmm. reading negative reviews saying, the only reason I'm giving this one star because there's no zero. <laughs> I, I've had those two. But wow, wow, okay. But it's all good. There uh, is the one, one bad German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad mood is German. Yeah. We found it. <laughs> uh, so they're, they're all over. They're all over. Uh, well, um, not Germans. Like I'm saying, every country has its own. Of course. Bad people. Of course. People are suck. Um, don't suck. Regarding your books, uh, yes. what do you think, which of your books um, actually, you know, kind of gets a lot of love? Um, it's been interesting today. Um, I was surprised by that last lady who wanted to unlock in a cage. I'm like, that book's boring. Uh, but uh, yeah, for, but for me it is. But she was really into it, right? She said she was super into horror stories and then she picked that one. <laughs> that was like what cool. is going on and oh dude thank you for suggesting that i give her a copy so that was yeah. that was super cool that made her day uh that was that i was felt awesome. like she she would really appreciate it yeah and that's what that's what i'm looking for i want to make a difference with someone i want to like dude there was a conversation i had with a young uh aspiring author yesterday like in her teenage years but mm -hmm. very smart she was with another author um we were talking she was so motivated um and then I told her, you know, hey, when you're ready, like send me some of your English stuff. I'll, I'll read a chapter or a short story or whatever. And like, she was almost in tears and she was just so excited and so happy. And I was like, to be able to do that, like, yeah. man, that's why I, I wrote that to my wife. I was like, it's so much cooler. Like, that's more important to me, making that kind of connection with someone mm -hmm. than to make a ton of money yeah. or whatever else. Like, I do want to make a ton of money. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, not there yet. Uh, uh, but there. Yeah, yeah. Getting, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. Um, but it, it's making those kinds of connections yeah. with people. So whether it's through the podcast, like we connect to the on podcast, mm -hmm. or it's connecting just by simply or interviewing someone uh, like I did with fighters or, you know, talking to someone at one of yeah. these festivals. Like if you connect with them on a personal level like that, I don't know. That To me, that's, that's the cool part of this. Mm. It oftentimes only takes one person really that really really looks at you with admiration and love mm -hmm. to to push you forward it only takes one that's cool i never even thought about it like that right and um, it popped in my mind as you said that you managed to be that one for mm -hmm. that lady mm -hmm. right 
right? Maybe you, um, this girl from before was that for you today. Right. Um, and if you maybe wouldn't have offered her a book, it would be maybe just another author. She maybe wouldn't have even gotten yeah, touched. Yeah, forgotten um, it. Just, okay. Mm -hmm. But like that, yeah. she won't forget you. Right. Right? Yeah. That will stick in her mind. So yeah. that, that made a difference. Yeah, no, thank you. And that was, that was awesome. And that's that's what I want to do. That's what uh, I'm trying to do. Uh, and it, it is selfish because I want her to become a super fan and, and tell her friends and everything else. It's okay to but, be selfish sometimes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But course. I honestly, I enjoy like making her happy, making yeah. her smile. Someone that I don't know, but she seemed like a really nice person. And like to see that kind of smile, I was mm. like, that, that felt good. Uh, and that was legitimate. So yeah, she was so yeah. often she and she she studied English as well. Mm -hmm. She like she touched all those important topics. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she and, was perfect. Uh, and my my name has been paying off here. I've had several people ask me if that's my real name or a mm -hmm. pen name because they're recognizing the Tullius and thinking of Marcus Tulli, Tullius Cicero. Yeah. Um, so that's been a good selling point for me too. I actually don't know him. Who yeah. Uh, man, we're gonna have to cut this part because I fucking forget. Yeah. No, okay, no, okay, no. Okay. He's a <laughs> I forget exactly what he was, philosopher or a senator, um, but I use one of his quotes for unlocking the cage, uh, and I'm not even going to try to repeat it because I'll forget okay, it too. Okay, he's an American? Uh, uh, no, he was a or... Roman. He was a Roman. Uh, oh, historical figure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So long ass time ago. Yeah. Um, Roman times. Yeah, Roman okay. times. So, um, but yeah, my the my family that I met, they were saying, I guess the Roman soldiers had gone up the Rhine mm -hmm. or whatever. And then that's why the Tullius name got to Germany. So okay. it came from Rome and uh, the soldiers were nice enough to bring it to the, <laughs> yeah, the natives. We got um, some wise ass uh, <laughs> audience coming on here, like recognizing yeah, that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm stupid or something, but I wouldn't think of that. Yeah. Somehow. So uh, missed, I missed that day at school. Yeah. I was taught. <laughs> I got an excuse. I have all the brain injuries and uh in the cannabis so i got an excuse for forgetting shit i'm like oh it's your birthday sorry um so what else what else so what have you been up to with your podcast um the creative cast you're still doing that yes yeah, so of going strong yeah yeah um pushing as hard as i can you know um sometimes it's it's the third leg of mm. in, in your life you have to kind of take time from when you're busy with all the shit you know that actually brings you money <laughs> but um now now i'm getting back to it um, you know getting and fishing more people uh, reeling them in and um you know today i had a really really nice um guest on my show i talked to you about um his name is Trevor humphreys you know great american illustrator based in the netherlands had a lovely conversation you know it's it's, it's those conversations you have with like-minded people that have, um, in the best case, a very similar sense of humor than you do. Right. That really leaves you, um, I don't know, so blessed after the conversation. Um, yeah. It's like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's uh, such a joyful moment. Mm -hmm. And you get to share um, not only all the, uh, you know, fun parts of being an artist, but also sharing some of your struggles, struggles yeah, and things you've been through. Mm -hmm. And you know have the other part understand you because they have maybe been through it as well mm -hmm. so you know um it's it's what my podcast really is about you know having 
having those experiences, learning from each other. That's cool. And um, I feel like yours goes in that direction as well. Yeah, and that's what I had him been doing interviews for a long time, but then when I got on Audrey and Pod Match and everything and mm. hooked up with you, that's what I was realizing. I was like, okay. Uh, and I was talking about that last week with my guest that, yeah, we're, we're kind of motivated the whole week after that. Like, it's a cool conversation. You yeah. just, I don't know, it's like having another... I don't, it just, yeah, it, it fulfills you. I don't know the right words, but I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to see when other people get the same kind yeah. of reaction, you know, and, and that's why he realized like he was doing it. And mm-hmm. like, cause you do have that question like, okay, is it worth the time? I could be using that time for something else. Last night, dude, I did not want to uh, edit my podcast. Yeah. I had to put it out that day. I didn't want to, um, I was like, no, it's important. Mm-hmm. Like it's a good thing and I want to keep doing it. So it's, it's just part of what I'm going to do right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's good to remember why I'm doing it and how much I do enjoy doing it with guests. So. It, it is a lot of fun. Um, but I feel like with um, all things that we're passionate about, um, the biggest struggle about is consistency. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're like, you're tired. Yeah. Yeah. When <laughs> and, you don't want to do it. And then still do it. Mm-hmm. That's why it takes. Yeah. Oftentimes, you know? Yeah. Because people appreciate consistency. Um, maybe over quality. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. Um, and that's that's something I struggled with last night. Dude, I, I got home and I realized I had to work on the podcast. Mm. And uh, But no, it, 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 it's it's worth it. Like, you just got to keep doing it. And that's why I want to show people too. Like, I've been hustling. Like, as an entrepreneur, like, mm. you got to do everything. Like, yeah, I had to wake up early. I had to work all day. You know, I had to finish that podcast. I had to do a newsletter. So it was really like 1130 at night that I was like, okay, now I could relax. Um but I think that's a, a big part of it that people don't see. You know, they see people starting to get successful or whatever. Mm. They may not see like how much work like it takes and how many disappointing times there are, how many struggles you've had. And, mm. um, and the beginning part is yeah. always the hardest. Yeah. Because you don't you don't have that outside support. You know yeah. that keeps you going. You don't have that initial sales that you wish you had. Exactly. And you have to keep believing. Yeah, because no one else really cares about you. Like your parents care about you and stuff like that. But, like, <laughs> but no one cares really if, if you're successful. Yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> if you're, they're not like mine. Oh. Uh, no, no I, I, I think my parents love it. Uh, but uh, I totally forgot where I was going with it. But it was <laughs> sometimes that joke is so good. It's like, oh, shit. What was it talking about? Uh, damn. Oh, well. No, but uh, your experience so far here has been quite, oh, incredible. quite good. Yeah. I, I feel like. It's obviously um, here and there, 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 there will be a moment like, fuck, you know, when you said um, that you had to struggle in the first day. Oh, right, and right. You, and you, um, your, your shirt yeah. was a little wet. <laughs> <laughs> I got sweaty. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, but you get through that and um, try to be as prepared as you can and try to get leads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's... That's what's been awesome. I've made so many great connections. Like, I know this is going to help spread my work internationally. Yeah. That, like, I, my intention was Germany, but, like, I met, like, people from China, from mm. France, from just all well, over. Well, we're in the international English-speaking yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, hall sense. here, so it makes sense. But what I would like to know as well, which is um, something that can be very useful for other um, authors that mm. may want to have a booth like this in a, mm. in a big um, fair is what are the things you've learned from your first Ooh. try that you want to implement in your second one? Um, 
one of the probably most important lessons was trying too soon, like too much too soon. I did a booth at LA Times Festival of Books, like I think before my first book came out. And I was just thinking, oh, that's great free publicity, uh, blah, 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 blah. But it was a complete waste of time yeah. and money. Like no one cares, especially about a debut author. It wasn't like it was a big book. But in my mind, like it was a big thing. Okay. Um, so that was hard to overcome. But one thing I realized here, on my first day, I wasn't sure how, like, whether or not I should reach, reach out to the public. Mm -hmm. I've really had to pull myself from being an introvert over the years. Yeah. Like, normally, I would want to sit in a corner. I wouldn't talk to anybody. Like, yeah. if they come up to me and ask about it, then maybe I could talk about it. But now it's like, no, I want to go grab people. I want mm -hmm. to just make them laugh, bring them in. It feels like a different part of me. Mm -hmm. um, but I was like, and that's what it is. Before, it used to feel kind of fake. But I was like, no, it's like, I do want to talk to people. Okay. And so now that's why I like festivals uh, for that. But mm -hmm. um so change your mindset but what would you yeah. demand like practically practically uh like anything about location anything about oh what oh, you want oh, to so, achieve goals yeah um it, well like location in a in a book festival for example uh well this was a terrible location <laughs> i didn't want to say it but okay. oh no no this was, this was a terrible <laughs> location well I, so when i signed up for this thing i didn't know if i was going to come or not and i was really hoping Honestly, mm -hmm. I was kind of hoping that I wasn't going to be able to because the pandemic, that was going to be my easy way out. Yeah. Because I had made the promise I would do it. And then I realized, oh, shit, what did I just do? Mm -hmm. And talking to people here, they're like, they can't believe that I came here from America by myself, like had to set all this shit up myself, carried all the books. Like I've done everything. Um, so long story short, I got distracted. Uh, they just picked the booth for me. They're like, oh, you're oh, American. You should really? go to uh, the American Hall and we'll put you on a corner. They didn't say it was going to be the last corner. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I got a little misled. Um, but next year, what's going to be awesome, I will be in the German hall. I'll mm -hmm. also be in the German hall because I'm going to have so many more of my books done in German. Mm -hmm. I'll have my newsletter going. I'll have more books. Like I said, maybe your brother's is out, but no pressure. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, next year I'm going to do it right. Other advice to give people? Um I really, one thing that really helps me is uh, to hand out brochures. Mine didn't come, but I still have some. Like that's a good way to show them like, here, check it out. Uh, they don't cost that much to make. Mm. And it's like, so they can see, read the first two pages of a couple of my books. Yeah. And then that way they see which book they like. They have something to take home. It looks, mm. it's better than a cheap flyer that's just gonna yeah. be thrown away. I figure like it's yeah. a small pamphlet. Yeah, where exactly. You can dive through yeah. different books. And I have a couple over there. Um, those were from America, mm. so they're extra special. <laughs> <laughs> so spicy. Um, okay, but yeah, have something to hand out as yeah. it will be what you will need the most. Yes, um, it's also good to, I didn't do it here, but it's also smart to have something free, like candy on the table. Mm. Candy draws people. Oh, in. that's such a good idea. So you're like, here, have a, get a cavity. Literally, and, I came here, first thing I thought, there's no food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was my first thought, I just. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah so ha have a bowl of candy. That's a smart move. <laughs> um, I should have done it. I didn't, mm -hmm. but it's been good. Um, but engage people. So, you know, okay. don't be afraid to talk to people. Realize that, uh, especially here, a lot of people are just going to walk by. If yeah. you don't grab them, they're going to be a little nervous. They're intimidated. They don't want to be sold something. Yeah. Uh, one of the nice things about this is I, I'm not selling anything. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to suck people in with my writing. Like, here's something free. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. Check it out because if you, there's a good chance that they will like it and then yeah. they're going to buy my other stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah. So lure them in with something. Yeah. Be proactive. Yeah. You need yeah. To, you don't just sit around. Exactly. You need to stand and be actively, 
you know, ask if you, hey, yeah. are you interested in this? Yeah. It's and like, if they say no, like, okay, cool. Like, fine. I get it. Awesome. Have exactly. a good day. Yeah. Don't be like, wow, yo. Oh, yeah. You can't you. take it personally. <laughs> uh, you can't get defensive. Can't do that. No. It's just, it's, it's awesome, man. It is just, yeah, mm -hmm. it's been such a cool trip. I'm so glad I did it. Uh, How about etiquette? Is that something you um, actually, you know, were wondering about before yeah. you came? Yeah, I had no idea. So the first two and a half days of the book fair were trade only. So it's all the literary agents, um, book publishers, all that kind of stuff, and authors. So all trying to make deals. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is probably going to be very professional. And it was. Like most, nearly everyone was in a suit. Okay, uh, so. And I wore a suit the first day. Uh, then I got it all sweaty because uh, I'm a dirty, disgusting person. That's what's that? And I never wear a suit. Uh, so, but the next day I was like, eh, I don't need it. Like, but I'll still be professional. I wore a tie, okay. all buttoned up. Uh, it's okay. Did the same thing the next day. But then today I was like, okay, now I feel way more comfortable. Okay. It's a public. I could let loose a little bit. Uh, tomorrow I'm gonna wear a tank top. Not a tank top. Uh, that's what I normally. <laughs> that's, that's my normal. Sure, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Short, shorts, shorts, and uh, a t-shirt tomorrow. Uh, I thought about it. Uh, but no, I'll be in a t-shirt tomorrow, uh, like mm -hmm. a horror shirt yeah. and, uh, and, and I'll feel even more comfortable. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all on what kind of feel you have right now. I want people to know, yeah, I do have like a kind of a darker side, but I also have like a, a playful side. Your brother keeps telling everyone about my, you know, dark humor. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. and so I think, I think that will help. Uh, and you know, like you had a really good point about, okay, if you're wearing a suit, you know. How are people going to look at you? What kind of image are you trying to give these people you were asking? Yeah, me? the downside is they might um, take you um, on the off foot, like as maybe as snobby yeah. or as not down to earth to your work. Yeah, very true. So that that's the risk there. Yeah, and I'm and it's, and I would hate that, especially because I'm the opposite. Like I don't wear suits. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I didn't want that to happen, but I did want to be professional, and uh, mm. I think I think the way it went, I think it worked out yeah. pretty good. So yeah, just, you don't happen to regret the decision for your dress code? No, no, not at all. I think I think having the suit, especially like I had an incredible meeting um, on the first day mm. with a literary agent from America who does international rights. Yeah. Uh, like it felt good going up to her with my packet of all my stuff. Yeah. And looking professional, my suit, like so she knew like. And that's what everyone's saying. Like, wow, you're motivated. You're mm -hmm. uh, you're a go getter. I'm like, fuck yeah, I am. I'm like, I want <laughs> to be exactly successful. Right. Like, I have to be. Like, this is that's what I have to do if I want to be successful. Mm -hmm. So, yes. um, and I'm determined. And uh, and one really cool thing that my wife pointed out last night, which I thank her for. Um, she's like, you know what? She's like, this is just so cool for the kids to see mm -hmm. you putting yourself out there. Yeah. Like you just saying, screw it and, and doing it. Mm -hmm. She's like, she's like, that's awesome for the kids. So hearing that from her. Like that meant a lot to me. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Because I usually, in my mind, I'm I'm determined to be successful because I want to show the kids, look, daddy's doing all this work all the mm -hmm. time because he's trying to be successful. Yeah. Like so, if I never reached that level of fame or whatever, mm -hmm. then I would kind of feel like I didn't teach him that. Yeah. But I was like, okay, that's not true. They see that I'm like I'm going for it. I'm trying. I and I am connecting with people. So uh, and even if it's just on a personal level or whatever. Uh, that is very fulfilling to be. You know, to actually manage to become sort of a role model for your kids. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. that might, I, I don't know how that feels. Yeah, that's yeah. when she wrote that. Uh, I didn't cry. Uh, I just it was leaking a little just bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, no, it felt really good because that's what I want. You know, I, that 
that's my main goal with uh, being a dad is one teaching them that they are worthy of love and that yeah. they are loved um so they won't make all the stupid decisions i made mm-hmm. and then yeah that they can do anything like my daughter right now she's been taking singing lessons and working yeah. hard and she just did her first uh festival like singing four songs and like that was just so cool to see that okay she's she's already mm-hmm. learned she's getting that, like, it yeah like she's 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 going for it um and so kind of the same thing so yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. okay so um um, I think there there were plenty plenty of you know tips mm-hmm. out there. Um, yeah, it, I think just a safe way to to approach going back to the dress code is just um, try going professional business and yeah. go down from there. Yeah, and and, and if you feel. and if you know it's going to be let's say because lots of the fairs I would do would be only public, uh, you know. So you're if you're only actor interacting with the public, then yeah, go how you yeah. feel, whatever your book, whatever vibe you want to give off, whatever makes you feel the best Mm-mm. but if it is a professional thing where you are going to meet with publishers or whatever yeah. else you do want to look good that it's going to be you know first impressions mm-hmm. so i'd rather be looked at as a professional than, yeah, than, than not. amateur yeah sure. so i was like okay i was like i look professional my books look professional most of them um no, no. um yeah so okay, that's okay. What I would say. and i like the tip of going if you can if it suits um your brand to go um, locally, to move to a whole um, of the language of the country you are mm-hmm. in. Because normally in fairs, um, doesn't matter what they're about, if, in, well, for example, for, for book fairs, mm-hmm. if it's the local language, for example, in Germany, the German hall, mm-hmm. they will be located better than yeah. all the international yeah ones. the ones they throw in the back building you can't even find yeah, they <laughs> yeah. put them around where they can yeah and normally the german fields are, are sort of the core okay so if you can get in there and make sense for you yeah do that no i'm de- definitely going to do that and just and another thing i would never do i would never go up to booths but because your brother was here today i was mm-hmm. able to like i just happened to ask a question at this booth uh the american library association yeah I'm like hey do you guys work with authors and they're like no but why and start talking and next thing you know like they were like super impressed like oh my god like you need to go to mm-hmm. the ala festival on this day in washington dc and you also need to contact these people they yeah. want to distribute your books in america and so uh but it's me you know i didn't want to go up and really talk to them yeah. but like who cares like what's the like yeah, yeah yeah and it ended up being an awesome like five minute conversation now yeah. i have some goals I'm like okay so now i know what i'm doing next june mm-hmm. i'm going to that festival and i'm going to reach all the libraries in america you know and so um yeah, yeah. just so much cool shit yeah even if they say no don't yeah. be don't be like exactly okay you said no okay i'm done oh yeah don't, like, don't, yeah, yeah, yeah just yes. um even if they may not be able to help you um by working with you mm-hmm. they are very likely to have connections knowledge links mm-hmm. any kind of information that yeah help you out yeah, that's, so I'll dig for that. Yeah, no, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know I get something out of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If if they're already about the American, right? Uh, what was it? Oh, the the ones I met with. Yeah. Um, they were just at some booth. Oh, the American Library Association. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Already makes sense. Yeah. To talk to them because if you go to like the Chinese booth, you might oh, not. Right. Right. <laughs> you don't want to get into the Chinese section. Yeah. But, but I do actually, and I met. You my, want to be everywhere. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> but my next door neighbor, like, and th- check this out. 
So, one, they were already all cool. I, I've been really cool with them. They've been awesome. Mm. Uh, but they're the head of their company. Yes. Um, he was there. I saw that. I have three chairs. I saw that they could use one, so I gave him one. Oh. I said, here, can you use nice move. And then he came over, and he introduced himself, and he publishes in German. He publishes in Chinese. He was looking at all my books. Uh, he also might help with the, our card game with because the, they make card decks and stuff. And he's just super nice. Uh, owns this huge company. But he gave me his private email. He's like, oh, as soon as you get back, send it to me. Wow. Um, so, yeah, just incredible. That's great. Card games. Yeah. You were talking about board games. Yeah, yeah. The other day. Yeah, so that's, uh, so now we got our card supplier. And they could wow. do, yeah. So things are, things are taking off. Yeah, yeah, sometimes little things like that. Yeah. That might not have a back, backhand intention. Right. You know, the come out like that. Just have, just try to have a good relationship with whatever you have. Yeah surrounding you yep yeah treat treat everyone good and yeah, that's uh karma dude yeah that's yeah karma. I, I think so <laughs> that's good i think karma. so yeah hopefully i've made up for all the bad shit in my life i think i've gotten rid of it all. <laughs> one one time i had someone smash my um the like, what is it? like outside my house like a light structure okay. uh, we had like a really nice one in our the front of our driveway mm -hmm. uh you know with glass and everything okay and someone shattered it with a uh, baseball bat oh shit. and uh and i saw it i'm like eh, i deserved it and i didn't do it i didn't what? get up I didn't you get saw up, him do it well i didn't see him do okay it. i was I, like no way <laughs> if, I saw, if i saw him do it it would have been different yeah i couldn't say that's okay <laughs> come on nice swing <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. Okay, right, okay. This, is, this is a much funner conversation than I was expecting. Yeah, <laughs> it was sort of spontaneous. Awesome. You wanted to yeah. do this and you got out of it. Is there anything else in your mind that you want to share? Um, I don't think so, man. I think we covered a lot, but it has been awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, so, dude, Is this the last day or is it tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow is the last day. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you tell people again, you could pronounce your name correctly. Oh, yeah, uh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually... On your podcast, but it's it more is, about you is. than about I know, me. I know. So, I, so, I, I, you keep asking all these questions. Yeah, um, I like it. All right, let's make some more about you. Uh, so, how tall are you? <laughs> I am very tall, attractive singer. <laughs> so, you know, you know, if you know what I mean, you know. The, the, <laughs> sorry. The biggest surprise today was uh, your, your brother's a pimp. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I was very impressed. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> No, he he did an incredible job uh, talking with everyone, uh, especially mm -hmm. females. Uh, he spent a little bit more time on them, and especially if they're into Pokemon or uh, no, uh, not Pokemon, uh, anime. Oh, uh, okay. yeah, or or, or 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 Harry Potter. He's also a big Harry Potter yeah. fan. We'll have to talk about that. Mm -mm. Uh, he's a natural. He's a natural. Yeah, no, but he, I, I was like, if I wasn't married, I would have been taking notes, but I, so I didn't bother. Um, but I was impressed. Go hide your vibes, guys. <laughs> uh, all right, back to you. So height, weight, uh, no. No, uh, I'm good. This this is fun. Um, um, my surname is pronounced by everyone differently, so I don't even mind anymore. All right. Um, we have a, a live uh, on Instagram going on. Oh, right that's right. I haven't, I, even, I haven't even checked it. Uh, Probably everyone left already. Probably. Joined. You should have waved that. You look wow. so so many people joined, but they all left already. They're like, you suck. <laughs> yeah, These yeah. Guys are high. Uh, so stop doing drugs. I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> but it's good. You'll you'll be on there. So once that, you watch it later. There's that. <laughs> Those who wanted to tune in did. Like <laughs> and um, yeah. Do you have anything else that's left that you um, 
want to do tomorrow? Are you good? Um, to, are you I'm, good to go? All I'm doing tomorrow is meeting more people, handing out more free books. Okay. And then, but your uh, main thing is. Yeah. So I'm I'm all done, and then the very next morning I fly home. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, man, it's been super awesome. Uh, yeah. Thanks again. Super cool, dude. Mm -hmm. I wish you. I hope and wish that you will be here next year again. Oh, I will. Killing it. Better position. Yes. Um, more books. More books. More books in German. And, um, you know, more flow of people. Yeah. And, you know, getting those sales up. Yeah, for sure. And it will happen. But thank you. Sweet. All because of your wish. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. So check out the creative cast. That's everywhere. You can find it anywhere. Uh, definitely cool. Talking about all kinds of creativity. Uh, you changed my mind or how I thought about creativity. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So if you want to hear about that, check out our episode on that. Or just check out with other people, too. I guess it's cool. Just mainly turn in for him, tune in for him. Uh, but, uh, all right. I guess we should go out. We'll go out on a chapter from Brightside. Uh, next episode, I am going to have Nico on. Uh, but tonight, we will end it on Bright Beyond Brightside, chapter 10 maybe 11 i don't know we'll see how long it is all right guys thanks for listening lucas thanks for coming on uh, i will talk to you guys next week later chapter 10 the back door slammed shut before i even hit the kitchen sarah was at the sink looking out the window she asked what the hell's going on Danny, who was right on my heels, said, An accident. She just got in Kevin's car. I headed for the door. Who gave her the keys? Can she even drive? We all heard the car turn on, but Sarah still said, She started it. The knob slipped out of my hand and Danny bumped my back, my shoulder slamming into the door, making me shout, Fuck! Danny said he was sorry, but I just pushed open the door and told him to wait. I didn't bother answering Sarah, who was asking what I was going to do. Kevin drove a blue Prius, its taillights lit red. I limped down the steps, the concrete cold on my feet, and got behind the car, waving my arm to make sure she saw me. Becky rolled down her window. Move, Joe! She was obviously upset, but I wasn't afraid of her running me over. Only if I can come in. The locks popped up. It took me five seconds to ease into the passenger seat. So, where are we headed? Becky had been thinking of ways to convince me to let her go. You're coming? What about them? Melvin's thirty-eight was still holstered on my hip. They've got Kevin's gun. They'll be fine. I hesitated, wondered if I'd missed something. Are we not coming back? Your guess is as good as mine. You can drive? She looked the youngest I'd yet to see her. Confidence shook. Becky blew out her breath. I have my permit. Well, that's safer than me with one arm and not knowing the area. Becky used the rearview mirror to see Sarah and Danny standing at the back door. I've got to go. No arguing would change Becky's mind, and I was just as responsible for her as I was for Sarah and Danny. I told her, so get us out of here. Becky stepped on the gas harder than I expected and my body fell forward, my good arm crunching on the glove box. While I bit back the curses, Becky shouted out the window like she was talking to her parents. We'll be back. You ever drive at night? Becky stopped the car at the end of the driveway and looked both ways before backing out. Once? 
Instead of my usual fear, I was beyond caring. Just wanted her to have a good ride. Cool. Not really any different than the day. Except the whole being darker part. It was good to see her lighten up a little. Driving around with two sticks up her ass wasn't going to help us be any less conspicuous. Two? Becky chuckled and came to a complete stop at the corner, put on her turn signal. Each? I asked her. So do we have a plan, or are we just joyriding? Can't really call it a plan, per se. Becky zipped out into the street and kept to the left lane. You looking for cops? Guessing if I see one, it'll already be too late. Just drive cool. If we do get spotted, what did you want me to do? Go for it, right? I leaned over so I could see our speed. For sure, just remember we're not outrunning anyone in this thing. The more we drove, the more I relaxed. A break from the never-ending worry that men with guns were going to break down Kevin's door. I sat back and pretended I was back home, the streets not looking so different from Columbus after dark. We'd been driving about ten minutes when Becky turned into a school's parking lot. Most of the lot was empty, a cluster of cars parked closest to the huge building with the lights shining out the second-story windows. Basketball game. This your high school? Used to be. Becky backed into a stall in the last row so we could see everything. The gymnasium and the rest of the campus were separated from the parking lot by a chain-link fence topped with razor wire. The pedestrian gates by the gym were open, but all the rest appeared locked. The few people walking around looked like parents. You think this is a good idea? You're not worried anyone might recognize you? She flipped the back of her hair. Even if I hadn't changed this, I'd be fine. I tend to blend in. A valuable skill. Her eyes were back on the gym. Sort of to herself, she said. It's hard to let anyone close when you know what they really think of you. Ain't that the goddamn truth? There was a small booth with lights on beside the entrance to the gym. At first I thought it was for tickets, but Becky said, Nope. Telepath check-in booth. Students can stop by to volunteer, apply, or turn someone in. You're serious? She stretched an imaginary banner above the dashboard, sounding like she was narrating the trailer for an action-packed movie. She said, Creating a better country rests on our youth. I pointed at the booth. Is that what happened to you? You know who turned you in? Wasn't at school. It was this dumb bitch at jiu-jitsu who couldn't handle me always subbing her. Subbing her. Submitting. You know, armbar, heel hook, choke hold, stuff like that. I'd seen a couple UFCs, but didn't know the first thing about fighting. That's nuts. I can't imagine you doing that. Why? She cocked her head to the side, flashed a fake smile. Because I'm so sweet. That's probably part of it. Seems like a tough guy thing. What about you? Someone from work? That's what I figured at first. Then I thought it might have been my mom or the girl I've been dating. Becky didn't talk, just waited. A cloud darkened the moon. My dad, I said, the words still hard to speak. Whoa, that's heavy. Her forehead crinkled. Hold on, then why'd he come to the rescue? He got it in his head I'd make some kind of secret weapon, a tool the other telepaths could use to escape. I was his sacrificial lamb. So he was right. 
I guess, sort of. But it sure as hell would have been nice if someone had told me. I hadn't noticed him before, but there was a kid sitting on the hood of a car, kissing the girl standing between his legs. Becky thumbed a quick beat on the wheel and said, Joe, can I ask you something? I don't want you to get mad, though. I had a bad habit of getting defensive, but was usually able to avoid it when I knew it was coming. Go for it. Becky took her hands off the wheel and looked at me. I get it if you don't want to talk about her, but I need to know about Rachel. My face must have done something weird because Becky asked if I was okay. I cleared my throat and tried to ditch the image of Rachel's lower jaw lying on the bed. I didn't think I'd hear her name again. They ran a whole news segment on her, told people not to watch if they were sensitive. You did? Sarah had it on. They ran a bunch of photos, Rachel with her family, her graduating from college, looking professional and happy and bright side. What did they say? They had videos, too. You and her at Oscars, at the bar. Becky checked out her window. In your bed? Video? They said she was your girlfriend. Well, she kind of was. But then you found out she was a double agent and... A double agent? Shush! Becky glanced all around, made sure no one was staring. That's just what they said. They said you found out about it and you killed her. That's fucking ridiculous. She was going to escape with me. It was supposed to be me and her. You're sure she wasn't working with them? They nearly lobotomized her in the cabin. I didn't think it was possible she had tricked me and wouldn't consider the possibility. All she wanted was out of there. Becky swallowed. Didn't want to say it. They showed her body. Said you left her in your closet. Those sick motherfuckers, they put that on TV? Along with a warning, because they care. She rolled her eyes. You know that's all bullshit. Rachel blew her brains out. We'd had a fight. I believe you. I just had to make absolutely sure you weren't the psycho they're making you out to be. The memories were less than a hundred hours old, but more than I could handle. Tears of guilt and frustration falling. I'm sorry. Becky looked out her window. I shouldn't have asked. I did my best to pull it together. It's not your fault. None of this is. It's all mine. She faced me with teary eyes, but her voice strong. No, it's not. It's every piece of crap who voted against us. It's every coward who didn't take a stand. I brought you. She held onto the seat with her right hand, the left squeezing the wheel. You think any of this is fair or just? I shook my head, unsure of what I really believed, if maybe we were as evil as they made us out to be. She eased back into her seat, blew out the rest of the steam still inside her. But here's the thing, Joe. This is what I don't get. They knew. What? About the escape. That doesn't make any sense. They had cameras in all our rooms, she said, trying not to think of me and Rachel. They knew all of this was going to happen. They had all our footage, probably heard everything we ever said. If they knew, why didn't they stop us? They would have seen my shotgun. Becky thought about it and said, unless they didn't watch the videos until after the escape. I don't buy that. I didn't either. No, they would have been watching. So that means they let us go, Becky said, helping me think. 
I searched for a reason she was wrong, but couldn't find one. Shit, even Palmer. He was just there waiting for me. You guys were already in the truck, but he didn't care. I don't know. It's crazy. Why let us escape? My dad always says, follow the money. If you ever want to find out why someone did something, see what they had to gain from it. All we're doing is costing them money. The gym's buzzer sounded, and we both jumped. Let's get out of here before the crowd leaves. I was busy trying to understand why the boots would give us any chance to escape. We're nothing to them. Why let a prisoner go? Becky took us left out of the driveway. One more stop, okay? I didn't care where we went. This whole thing was so screwed up, nothing really mattered. Chapter 11 Neither of us said a word for the next five minutes. Becky focusing on the road, me on anything other than Rachel. Restarting a hundred times because that's where my mind kept going. The things she said, I love you, I hate you, do you wish I was her? The way she smelled, pina colada, vodka soda, blood, bleach. The way she felt, warm, wet dripping off the ceiling. Fucking Rachel. Becky stopped at the red light. She loved you. I overheard her thoughts at the deli. I thought Becky was saying it just to be nice, but she said, no. She came in for lunch, all happy because she'd just seen you. I didn't know who you were, only your name, but there was no denying her feelings. I wasn't sure whether that made me feel better or worse. If Rachel hated me, I could hate her back, blame all of this on her. If she hadn't blown off her head, maybe I wouldn't have gone through with all this craziness. I could have been back in Brightside, living a semi-normal life, making everyone around me bitter. Becky turned left on the green. You've got to stop it. You're right. Thanks, Becky. You're a good kid. I'm not a kid, she said the shortest she'd been with me. I didn't react, just calmly said, it's just a saying. It's fine. Becky took a deep breath and blew it out. All right, here we go. I hadn't been paying attention to our surroundings. We were driving down a quiet residential street, not all that different from Kevin's. Where? This is my street. Hold on, your house? She nodded. I need to go by. I need to make sure they're okay. The boots have to be watching it. There was no one outside, not a soul on either sidewalk. You're just as wanted as me. Not quite. I barely made the top ten. Trying to keep it light, she said, total discrimination. Females aren't nearly as dangerous as male counterparts. The added stress was making me nauseous, my forehead clammy. This isn't smart. Becky came to a complete stop at the sign. They won't be looking for this vehicle. And no way would they think I'd be this dumb. I drew my gun from the holster. Felt a bit better with it in hand. I vote no, but if you have to, you have to. It's the fourth one on the left, she said, my input meaningless. The blue single story. I said, it's nice, because it was, and I didn't want to overdo it. That's not our car. The only things in the driveway were a black Toyota 4x4 truck and a bunch of cardboard boxes. Keep driving. Becky took her foot off the gas and craned her neck toward the house. 
Someone's in there. I saw him too. Solid build, buzz cut, dark tattoos down both arms, about my age. You don't know him? Never seen him. She turned left at the corner. That was a boot. He had on a tank top. She made a left down a dark alley. So? So I've never seen a boot not in uniform. Becky cut our speed in half and coasted to a stop beside a wooden fence. What are you doing? Becky turned off the car and put us in darkness. No one ever drives down here. Then should we? We're not. She took out the keys and stuffed them in her pocket. See? This is suicide. Becky turned to face me, her young, pretty face full of pain. Anything we do is suicide. Good point. So what are you going to do? She rolled up the sleeves of her sweatshirt. See why that asshole's in my house. Your dad have any weapons in there? How much would that suck if he shot us by accident? Becky shook her head. Hates them. Said all the NRA were psychopathic pricks. You got a plan? We knocking? Don't know yet. Becky slipped out of the car and came around to my side to help me out. You don't have to come. The cold concrete reminded me I wasn't wearing shoes. I leaned against the fence. I'm fine. Didn't get shot today, so I've got the pain keeping me sharp, I said. More of an exaggeration than a lie. All right, she whispered. Follow me, but don't do anything dumb. My mom and dad might be in there. I promised I'd do my best, but we both knew that didn't mean much. Becky reached over the top of the gate and unlatched it. The backyard wasn't much more than a small square of dead grass, a shed, and two trash cans. Becky kept heading for the back door, but got a little defensive. Yards cost extra in Southern California. On the porch, there was a miniature ceramic snowman she'd made in fifth grade. Under it was a gold key with a green plastic key tag resembling a tiny ping-pong paddle. Shh. Becky knelt beside the door and listened for sounds and thoughts. She whispered, I'm not getting anything. Probably no one in the kitchen or living room. She was about to stick the key in the lock when I asked her about the knife. Think you should carry it? She shook her head and thought she should leave it in her pocket. Probably end up stabbing myself. A weak meowing came from our right. I didn't see anything, but Becky hurried to the corner of the house, staying low beneath the windows. There was no way I could crouch down like that, so I stayed where I was. What are you doing? So soft I could barely hear her, Becky said. Oh my God, Mellow. What happened? Becky was on her knees a few feet from the far window. What I thought had been a dirty towel yowled when she picked it up off the grass. Oh no, baby, what they do? I leaned against the porch railing, aimed the gun at the door. Becky, that guy's gonna hear you. She crept back, a dirty white cat with brown paws crying in her arms, dried blood on the right side of its head. His legs hurt. He's not supposed to be out here. I'm sorry, but we can't help him right now. Becky glanced over her shoulder. I bet someone tossed him out my window. All I wanted was to not go in that house. We can leave now. Bring him with us. Becky shook her head and shushed the cat, set him down gently by the stairs. She whispered in his ear, I'll be right back for you. I'll get you food. Mello meowed back but didn't move. Becky set her ear against the door, then stood, 
slid the key in the lock. You sure about this? She turned to face me, face hardened, ready for battle. That asshole's gonna pay. This has been a presentation of the Project Entertainment Network.